Praise the Lord. I'm going to talk to you about tongues again this week. Amen? And uh, last week, praise God, we talked about having the hunger and, and, and to be filled with the Spirit. And they were blessing and praising God daily in the temple after Jesus ascended into heaven. Praise God. They waited for the promise that was given to them. They heard of Jesus in, Jer in Jerusalem. They waited until they were endued with power from on high. Praise God, and they praise and worship God, and they spent uh, one, one accord in Acts 1.14. They were praying all the time without ceasing, and with prayer and supplication, continued with one accord. Uh, then uh, on the day of Pentecost, praise God, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with tongues. I'm not going to go back and go through all my message that I preached last week, but I want to uh, talk to you a little bit about this this morning. Lord, I ask you, God, to anoint this message for your glory and your honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts 1.8, praise God, gives us two imperatives. It says, you shall receive power and you shall, and you shall be a witness. You shall receive power and you shall be a witness. They go together. A witness that has no power accomplishes nothing. But spiritual power that does not witness to Jesus has no purpose. Every gift, including speaking in tongues and all the nine gifts of the, that operate, you know, all the gifts, praise God, amen, uh, including speaking in tongues, is bestowed on the believer for the ultimate purpose of equipping them and enabling them, praise God, both individually and corporately to be a witness. The importance of tongues is it means is a means to an end. It's not an end in itself, but it's a means to an end. You're baptized and then you have the ability to be refilled, praise God. But the main focus is not on tongues itself, praise God, but on Jesus, the giver of the gift and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Notice it says to be a witness unto me. The Holy Spirit always testifies of Jesus. The Holy Spirit always glorifies Jesus. The Holy Spirit always lifts up Jesus. And if it doesn't lift up Jesus, it's not of the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Spirit always lifts him up. When they were filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts 2.4, praise God, when they spoke in tongues, the people that were gathered together heard them speak in their languages. Now, they were gathered together from all nations in all different places on the day of Pentecost to, you know, to to uh, that feast that they, that they were celebrating that. So they came from everywhere, all dialects, all languages. Now there was 120 of them that were in the upper room. And they all were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues. Now the people that heard them, praise God, what did they hear? They heard them speaking the wonderful works of of God. What about Jesus? Amen. If the main, if you receive power, amen, to be a witness, yeah. 
whatever was being spoken, they heard them speak the wonderful works of Jesus. Maybe they heard him, they were hearing him speaking and tell about uh, his death, his, his resurrection. Maybe they were hearing, praise God, how that he healed the lame and the halt and the blind, how he raised the dead, you know, uh, how that he was, he is almighty God, the son of God. I don't know, but all I know is that they heard about Jesus. And perhaps they even heard them speaking because of, of their background. Maybe they could were hearing something about Moses delivering them from the Red Sea and, and how that uh, they triumph over their enemies and, and, and maybe the, how the Red Sea opened and, and the miracles that took place and the provisions and the water from the rock and all. I, I don't know. But all I know is they were speaking the wonderful works of God and they heard them. So this one here, he's hearing this guy saying it. And he's, this one here, he's hearing this guy. They all were hearing somebody, praise God, in their dialect and their language, speaking the wonderful works of God, testifying of Jesus. Uplifting Jesus. Amen? So I believe that because they received power to be a witness of Jesus. Amen? And that's why... Amen. That's why I believe that. Now, in chapter 4, we know that John and Peter and John were thrown in jail. They, they, were, they were beaten, thrown in jail. And then they were brought before uh, the, uh, the high priest and all of them. And they, their, their lives were threatened. And they went back, told the other disciples, and they were praying. Praise God and talking about praying and believing that God would stretch forth his hands with signs and wonders, everything, which he did in Acts 5. Praise the Lord. But uh, then it says, the place was shaken by the power of God, and they are all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, it goes on, and what does it say? That God gave them great grace to preach the resurrection of Jesus. In other words, God gave them great grace to be a witness for Jesus. God gave them great grace to tell the world about Jesus and preach the gospel to every living creature, that, to share that with everybody. Praise God. And so they gave them that power to be witnesses. Paul had a marvelous uh, transformation of his life and salvation on the road to Damascus. And God appeared to him in, in the light and everything. Praise God. And, and he said, who, who are you? He said, I am Jesus who now persecutes. And basically he said, Lord, basically from that time on, amen, Jesus was his Lord. Jesus was his Savior from that, that very time. Now, what's interesting is he was blinded by the presence of God. He was taken to a house. And Ananias, praise God, came there and prayed for him. And he received his sight and he was what? Filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay? Then he spent some time with the apostles, and then, not long after that, what was he doing? He was in the temple proving that Jesus was the very Christ. Because of all of his knowledge of scriptures and everything, praise God, and his encounter, amen, God gave him the power, praise God, to prove that Jesus was the Christ. The purpose of you being filled with the Holy Spirit is to be a witness. To witness the power of God in your life. To witness 
to be a witness of Jesus, to tell people about Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit is to be a witness. It's to give you boldness and anoint you to share the gospel. <clears throat> Praise God. Boy, I want to jump ahead right now. Hallelujah. I'm going to jump ahead. When we went to Weir's Beach, praise God, and we, all of the young people from all over New England came together at Weir's Beach in Laconia, New Hampshire for the purpose of handing out tracts and witnessing to the kids. And there was the dance hall, and the people would drink, and then go, and they were, you know, that hard rock, Louie, Louie, or whatever, you know, was going on. I mean, but here's us. All of us kids came together, and we were praying and, and, and singing the Lord, praise God, and we go to witness. And Mouse, I called her Mouse. She was about, she might have been 4'11", but I think she was 4'10". She was this little tiny thing. You should have seen the boldness that she had telling those men and guys and girls. She was just talking to them about Jesus, and she was so bold telling them about the Lord. See, that's why God wants us to be filled with the Holy Ghost. The purpose of you speaking in tongues is to worship God in tongues. I worship the Lord in the Spirit all the time. That's, amen. Praise God. All the other benefits happen because I worship the Lord. But anyways, worship Him in your language so that you can continually, as we talked about last week, there's one baptism of many refillings, praise God, so that you can, praise God, continually be filled with the Holy Spirit as He exhorted us in, in Ephesians 5.18 so that you can have the power to be a witness. Now, when you speak in tongues... The focus is on Jesus. In John 7, 37 through 39, and, it, he, and he said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink, and he that believeth out of him shall flow rivers of living water. And then he went on to say that this was, that didn't come to pass yet. This, this was about uh, what was going to take place on the day of Pentecost. So, praise God. Hallelujah. Those people that got filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God. What was the emphasis? If you come to Jesus and drink, if you come in fellowship with Jesus, you come in fellowship with the Lord, you come and worship your Lord, amen, you come and drink of the Spirit of God, amen. You come to me and drink, hallelujah, out of you will flow rivers of living water to be a witness for Jesus, amen. You have... Yes, you have the benefits from speaking in tongues. You, as we talked about last week, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, God gives you power to overcome. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, God, as we talked about, as, according to Isaiah, you have rest and, and we stand on your lips. Amen. You have rest and refreshing. And, and then 1 Corinthians 4, 4, 14.4, you are edified. You know, you are comforted. Why? If you, now listen, if you are edified, you're strengthened to be a witness for Jesus. If you receive power to overcome, amen, that makes you able to be a witness for Jesus because you're an overcomer. If you receive rest when you are weary, that's what it says, amen, it's, it was, it's a rest for the weary, Praise God. If you receive rest when you are weary, praise God, 
then you are a witness for Jesus because you're not spiritually fatigued. If you are refreshed or renewed, then you are fresh and ready to be a witness for Jesus. Now, you read the book of Acts, and you'll find how these men, full of the Holy Ghost, were blessed. They were touched by God. They had encounters with God. Amen? And, and uh, you'll find that these men, full of the Holy Ghost, were blessed. But, but the purpose of the blessing was to preach the gospel to be a witness of Jesus and for Jesus, in spite of all the opposition and the persecution they endured. I will say this. I don't believe that the apostles and, and Paul would have been able to endure all the persecution, all the suffering, and all that they went through if they wasn't spirit-filled. And I believe in this last gate, it's a key to us overcoming in these last days. It's important that we are filled with the Holy Ghost because of what we, if we're going to be a witness for Jesus, amen, we're going to have to be able to overcome all the things that we are faced with. They preached Jesus Christ and him crucified for the remission of sins and his resurrection. When, you know, every time, even, even when a lame man was healed, praise God, then Peter said, why look you on us by our holiness or power that this man stands before you made whole? It's by, amen, it's by Jesus and faith, and the name of Jesus and faith in his name that this man stays. And what, what happened? Then being spirit-filled, he then preached the message. Every single time something happened, praise God, it didn't dampen their spirits, praise God, to preach the gospel or be a witness, praise God, because they were filled with the Spirit. They were thrown out of town one time, praise God, and uh, they counted worthy, praise they, with, with joy, praise God, they rejoiced and counted it worthy to, to suffer, praise God, amen, and because uh, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, amen. If there ever was a time, like I said, to be filled with the Holy Ghost so we can witness, it's now in the times that we are living. Now, in Ephesians, the first chapter, and beginning with verse 16 through uh, 19, cease not to give thanks for your making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding, amen, being enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power, of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Praise God. I, the comment on, underneath that in my Bible Paul's prayer for the Ephesians reflects God's highest desire for every believer in Christ. He prays that the Spirit might work in them in greater measure 
The reason for this increased measure of spirit's impartation is the believers may receive more wisdom, revelation, and knowledge concerning God's redemptive purposes for present and future salvation and experience a more abundant power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Amen. Now, verse 19 says, it's according to the power, according to the power that is working in their lives or our lives. What is that power, amen, that's working in his life? That, that abundant life, the fullness of the Spirit. Amen. According, praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, to the power working in you. Amen. The power that's working in us. Paul is saying that power is experienced and released through faith. Released through faith. Praise God. What did we read a little while ago? He that believeth out of him shall flow rivers of living water. The rivers of living water flow out of us because we believe. Amen. And it's released. Paul wanted them to believe in the power of God. That's what tongues is all about. That's what being filled with the Spirit is all about. Is praise God. It's the power of God operating in our lives. And so Paul wanted them to believe in the power of God that, that God had given to them so that their faith would not be in man but in God. Paul also in, in Corinthians said, Paul did not preach with enticing words and man's wisdom but in demonstration, it says, and power of the Holy Ghost that their faith would not would be in the power of God. Amen? So that he operated in the power of the Holy Spirit so that they would recognize that and put their faith in the power of God and not man. Not in, now listen, Paul was a great man of God. But Paul's saying, you know, don't put your, it's not my, my, my speech, it's not about my wisdom, praise God, it's not about me, it's about the power and the anointing of God upon my life flowing through my life, praise God. Amen? And so I want you to have faith in the power of God. Why does people go to certain meetings and have people prayed for them and, and so they can be healed and everything? Praise God. Well, hopefully they're not putting their faith in the man or the woman. But, amen, in the power of God. I, can do, I can't do anything. But I can believe in the authority of Jesus' name and through faith, amen, that the power of God, amen, through the anointing of God can be released in my life so I can be a witness and I can minister and you can minister to other people. Praise God. Hallelujah. So our faith, that's what it's all about, is putting our faith in the power of God. It's all about us having that power to be a witness. Now... Let's make something very clear. I preached last week on tongues. And some, some of the people that listen to that message speak in tongues a lot, all the time. Some of the people that listen to that message speak in tongues occasionally. Some of the people that, praise God, uh, 
You know, uh, don't pray in tongues very often. Some of the people may, maybe didn't want to be filled with the Spirit. Some are not hungry to be filled with the Spirit. Some might not believe that tongues is the initial evidence of, uh, of the fullness of the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. These, I, 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 maybe I preached to all those people last week. Amen? And could have, you know, but I have never, as a pastor, as a preacher, as a Christian, I have never been satisfied with status quo. I always want, right, Stephen? We always want more of God. God always has us more to offer. Praise God. And I don't want to seem pushy, but to encourage and to stress the importance of being filled with the Holy Ghost. That you will have the blessings, you'll have the edification and the rest and the refreshing and the power and all that stuff and comfort and all that. Praise God that you can have the blessings, but most of all, that you'll have the power to be a witness. In Ephesians, Jesus talks about, in the fourth chapter, he talks about ascending to the Father. And in Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, you know, he ascended on high and he gave gifts. And he gave the fivefold ministry. Apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. He gave them, praise God. And that, the purpose of that was for the ministry of equipping people, the saints, perfecting the saints, and edifying the saints. One of them, that ministry is an evangelist. Unfortunately, I, I think it's coming back some, but there was a period of time in the 50-something years that I've been in, in the ministry, there was a time where they were placing less importance on evangelists. And there for a while, it wasn't, uh, you know, that people would have evangelists come in and support them, praise God. They would have, uh, you know, oh, my buddy has a success over here. He's been successful. I'm going to have him come. You know, so they were, so a lot of times were having other pastors coming in and not really having the gift of the evangelist. Praise God. Now, not saying that those people didn't benefit them and then people didn't give them insight or revelation or whatever and, and, and minister to them. But there is a ministry of the evangelist. And the body of Christ needs evangelists. Praise God. Now, let's go with a little history this morning. You all know that when I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I wasn't as fortunate as Stephen the same day. You all know that I sought the baptism of the Holy Spirit for two years. I was at the altar every single night seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit and seeking to get closer to Jesus. Every Friday and Saturday night, I was at prayer meetings. Unless uh, I had a, the only time that my basketball uh, season, sometimes I couldn't get there on like a Friday night or Saturday night because we had a game scheduled. But all the time, I was seeking to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, and then, you know, that I went to camp, like Sally, she got filled with the Holy Ghost at camp when she was 15, I got filled with the Holy Ghost when I was 15. She got saved when she was 13, I got saved when I was 13. But that's beside the point. Anyway, but anyways, I went to camp. 
and we had great services, and I was enjoying them, and I was seeking the Lord in those services. And one of the one of the preachers at camp that I went to one year was a, an Indian, praise God, an evangelist from Oklahoma. He was powerful. But anyways, I went there. That night, praise God, after we'd been seeking the Lord, that night, you know, Chris, the blind guy, he, we had a, a guy that was blind, sweet guy, amen? And uh, Wayne, my buddy, praise God, and myself, and I, we're in the upper room, <laughs> praise God, the rec room up above the rec center. And we were seeking the Lord, and God gloriously baptized us with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Now, that didn't deter me from going home and going to the altar. That didn't deter me from continuing to worship God, amen, and to praise the Lord with songs and everything. That didn't deter me from going and speaking in tongues and continuing, praise God, in that gift. Now, we have to understand, praise the Lord, I believe that God uses evangelists and people to give us boosts, spiritual boosts. We got it. We're spirit-filled. We praise. We worship the Lord like we did this morning, praying the Holy Ghost, everything. But God uses us to have spiritual boosts. Well, I was a teenager. Well, I needed a spiritual boost to keep me straight. Amen? Hallelujah. Guess who the first spiritual boost was? C.M. Ward in Lewiston, Maine. I went to hear him. Praise God. One of the mightiest, powerful speakers of all the assemblies of God. He was revival time speaker for 23 years. Man, he was something else. I went there and I got touched by God. An event. I got touched by this evangelist. I went home. My life went on. Serving the Lord, worshiping the Lord. I went to, praise God, youth convention. Praise God. Heard him. Then I heard another guy. Praise the Lord. And then I went to Weir's Beach like I talked about. And Weir's praising the Lord and getting the Holy Ghost. Then Revival Time Choir came to our church. Man, they filled the whole platform. Power of God came down. Praise the Lord. So that was another time, praise God, their ministry, praise God, caused me to excel into the glory in the presence of God. Huh. Praise God. Amen. I was slipping back a little bit in my junior year. I was dating an unsaved girl, not doing, don't get real, sometimes you think that I've got real bad and everything. No, I was just saying, she was a nice girl, and I was dating her. But I wasn't going to church as much. So I went to camp. Well, I didn't know how that was going to affect me because we have double sessions of football. I was on a football team. And I went to camp the first week of the double session. I didn't know if that was going to cause me to lose my starting position or, or, how, or if they was even going to let me play my senior year. But God wanted me to go because I needed to get back close to God. And so I went there, praise God, and again heard great preaching and everything. And, and so got refilled, refreshed and everything. But back home, 
Now I'm doing better. Praise God. Amen. Because, and, and, and I'm carrying on. Worshiping the Lord. Going to the altar and everything else. After that experience, praise God, on the football team, I was, all of us seniors had our stuff there together. Praise God. And Mike and, and Bobby and Bobby, Bobby White, Bobby Annis. And, you know, all of them. They teased me. They called me Holy One. They called me God. And they teased me. Praise God. I don't care. And I didn't care because I got close to Jesus and I wanted to be a witness for Jesus. I wanted to be sold out to Jesus. You know, praise God. So, amen. Uh, we had a convention at our church my senior year. And, and uh, it was like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And on Saturday, I had a football game. <laughs> well, unbeknownst to me, uh, several of the, because we had, we knew the kids really well, and, and, and they came from all the churches around for us to have this celebration and this speaker coming and everything. So some of them skipped to go watch my football game, <laughs> which that wasn't good. But guess who I heard? I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him. Charles Price from Canada. One of the most powerful speakers I've ever heard in my life. Now, here I am, praise God, going along, praise the Lord, serving the Lord, being spirit-filled, hungry for God, right? But at the same time, praise God, Charles Price came there, and it was a spiritual boost. That's what an evangelist does. That's, what, that's, that's their ministry, praise God. We don't live, praise God, from event to event. Praise God. But when, when people, we hear these people, we have an encounter with these people, praise God, it gives us a, a refreshing, a refilling, and, and, a, and a touch from God. <laughs> praise God. Now, there are some outstanding evangelists, and I, this is not an exhaustive list. I couldn't think of them all. One of the first ones that Sally and I heard, praise God, and then, and then Sally wanted to go here. It was Vicki Jameson. Anybody ever heard of her? She had a healing ministry. Powerful. We went to her, hear her in Savannah, Georgia. Praise God. You know, uh, Dave Reaver. Hey, man, the, the guy that got burnt so bad, you know, the veteran and everything. I went to hear him at a men's retreat. He had us crying and laughing and, 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 and then give us zingers. <laughs> you know, to get us closer to God. And I had a hard time because I, I came about as here with Miss Kitty. And that's before he had all several operations on his face. That was when he first had, boy, I tell you what, it was hard to look on the man. Up close. That's, I saw him at a distance, but that's up close. My God, but what, what a blessing. Amen. He ministered to me. I, I heard him in a youth convention. Powerful. Paul Slater, Mr. Uh, Soul Winner himself, came and preached at our church and, and had, you know, hats and things. He was all about fishing for souls. I mean, he had a thing on his thing, fishing for souls. Amen. And while he was at our church, our church in Maine, 
18 people were saved and 19 people were filled with the Holy Ghost. And one lady, praise God, who wore a wig got filled with the Holy Ghost and her wig went flying. She got, she got dancing, she got filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues and she got the dancing and the woo with the wig. Praise God. Amen. Vital Thomas, some of you have heard him. He's, we had him. I mean, he edified, God used him to edify us, bless us. Powerful man of God, powerful man of prayer. Praise God. When he stayed with us at four o'clock in the morning, his knees, amen, he was above us, and his knees, praise God, touched the, amen, knelt down to pray, because that's when he got up, praise God, and he was praying and seeking God every day. Seeking God all the time. Praising the Lord, praying to God, amen. Hallelujah. You know, Averna Tompkins. I don't know how many have heard of her. Praise God. First of all, we had tapes of her years ago. My wife got some tapes of her. And I, I didn't you hear her someplace before we heard her? So, no? Praise God. But powerful woman of God. Mom Lop. You would have loved to pray. Praise God. Amen. She preached so dynamic. Praise God and powerful. It was just like a man under the anointing of God. Amen. And she preached powerful. Amen. What tragedy she had in life. Paul Slater saw three of his kids burn up. That's why, praise God, when he came, people got saved because he dangled them over hell and the fires of hell and they wanted to get right with God. Mom Lop saw her children. Didn't she see two of her children burn up and they had to hold her back, bless her heart. But was mightily used of God and it was a witness for Jesus. Huh. Tommy Barnett, how many have heard of him? Tommy Barnett, praise God, great soul winner. I've heard him, and he was, what an impact he made. He was so powerful, praise God, to make you want to win souls and, and reach people for Jesus. Rex Humbard, I went and heard him. Billy Graham, I heard him several, a couple times. Wayne Benson, amen, he's the one. A man that was at the Minister's Institute. He had revival just like uh, Brownsville did. And, and uh, you know, the one preacher rode on the plane with him. He invited him. He was a Methodist preacher. He invited him. He came on the, to the prayer thing on Friday night. Praise God. And the people, he ministered. And uh, he fell under the power of God. And, uh, you know, and he was laying there for a long time. And then he started hollering, Wayne, Wayne. He said, ah, uh, oh, when can I get up? God touched him miraculously, praise the Lord. But anyways, Wayne was a speaker there that night, those two nights. And I told you, those two nights, praise God, powerful. Amen. What do you think that did for me as a minister going there? You know how I am. I pray in tongues. I love the Lord. I, I'm filled with the Spirit, praise God. But I needed a, a boost. I needed God to touch me. Praise the Lord. So I went there, praise God, two nights in a row, and the power of God is so great. Here I'm trembling in the presence of God. Evangelist. Amen. Marvin Gorman. I went to see Benny Hinn. John Pilkatrick was here twice, and then Sally and I went to hear him and the others at uh, Don, the Dutch Seats and them in Alabama. Praise God. Amen. To boost us. Spirit-filled people being boosted. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, I heard Mylon Lefebvre, you ever hear of him? The old guy. He came to our church in Maine. From the time he opened his mouth and they started to sing until they got done. I've never been in where people sing, were singing ministry. All through the service, you could cut the anointing with a knife. It was so powerful. All through the service. Well, don't you think that that didn't, praise God, give a boost to me and all of our people in our church? Hmm. I think so. The Lesters, I've heard the Imperials, Gordon Jensen, the Blackwood Brothers, Ola Robbins Choir, Bill Bays, who was the high tenor for uh, the Stamps Quartet and sang background music for Elvis Presley. He came to several of our churches and ministered. Tremendous high tenor voice. Great. Blessed us. June Clark that came to our church. Amen. And I'll never forget her singing that song, I'll do it. He'll do it again. She was a playboy bunny, praise God. Got saved by the power of God. And then uh, after she had come here, uh, she got married, praise God. And then she wasn't out on the road like that anymore, praise the Lord. Curious, Dixie, you know, Laverne Tripp. All those people I've heard that ministered to my life and boosted. Now, it just didn't boost me, but I'm just, I'm just identifying with all this stuff, amen? Now, what is my point? Oh, so, getting down to nitty-gritty. Praise God. <coughs> Pastor Billy told me about Jonathan Edwards. Who had Jonathan Edwards come? Pastor Weymouth. Who had him come the second time? Pastor Weymouth. Who made, who made um, reservation or got with Laura in order, he called and everything, and I got with Laura so Laura could talk to him so he could come last fall, so that Bill could come last fall. Why? Because I believe in evangelists, that they can come and they can minister and they can, praise God, get, like, be God give us a spiritual boost, praise God, to encourage us, to, to, to have a refilling and a refreshing and, and a renewing, praise God, through the ministry of these evangelists, praise God. So uh, all of them strengthened me. All of them used to perfect me. You know, I would help, it helped me to be touched, be refilled, praise God. But in, and what my point was last week, but in between times, amen, we're looking forward to Jonathan coming back in June. Amen. Praise God. And I believe that you and I are going to receive by the power of the Holy Ghost and his ministry, we're going to receive a boost. We're going to be encouraged. We're going to be lifted up by the power of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. But until then, we've got some services left next week. We're believing God and looking everything for days of Noah thing. Praise God. But, uh, but, all these things, preachers and all these ministries, all these evangelists in my life, amen, they encouraged me. They, I got refilled. I got refreshed. I got touched. That's what the ministry of the evangelist is. So, but I'll still pray. I'll still seek God. 
I'll still continue to pray in tongues to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we're, we're, we're not, I'm not, I'm looking forward to Jonathan being here. I'm looking forward to anybody else being here. I'm looking forward to anybody else that I will come in contact with and can have an encounter with God. I didn't even talk to you about what happened to me all the times in Ashland and what God did for me, praise the Lord, through evangelists. But, amen, I'm going to keep on, praise God, and wanting to still seek the presence of God to be filled with the Holy Spirit until my next encounter. Until, amen. But you know what? I will say this. We have a body ministry. It doesn't have to be somebody from the outside. It can be one of you that's used of God to say something, to do something, to give us all a spiritual boost. What do you think the gifts are for and all that other stuff? Praise God. But God wants us, amen, to wait on him, to be touched, to be filled, praise God, until, amen, an evangelist or somebody else comes so God can bless our lives. Now, also, also, I also need to mention, praise God, man, because I mentioned him, but I also mentioned Perry Stone. How, how many recognize and understand that I went to hear Perry Stone at the Wicomico Center years ago for several meetings? I went with Laura and Big Bird and Little Bird and others, praise God, to the Church of God camp and heard him minister. Praise God, that was powerful. When we went to that Church of God campground and he came to minister there, praise God, that was, I don't know, maybe, maybe the time, well, I enjoyed the other time, that I really enjoyed. Praise the Lord. Amen. I went with Laura for four and a half days to um, Tennessee. Got blessed, got refilled, talked in tongues, sought the Lord, had a great time. Amen. But I had to come back home. Amen? And I still had to, amen, to keep being filled and keep striving and keep seeking the Lord and keep praising the Lord. Praise God. But I thank God that God has called men and women to the body of Christ, amen, to minister to us, to lift us up and to exhort us, amen, to equip us and, and to perfect us and minister uh, to our lives that breathes new life into us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And so I just wanted to understand what I was meaning. We, we're carrying on, praise God, but, we're, but we thank God for ministries, praise God, and for teachers and these people, praise God, that come and, and minister to our lives. Amen. And what's that all about? Praise God. Why do I need the consistency of keeping filled and seeking the Lord all the time? And why do I need, praise God, to have somebody come in or to go and, and hear somebody, praise God, that an evangelist is anointed of God and, and to touch my life and have an encounter with God? Why is that, praise God? With both of them, it is all about being filled with the Holy Ghost so that we can be a witness for Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. I can remember one time. You see, sometimes it's not evangelist, sometimes it's the pastor. 
But I remember, praise God, I was struggling with something in my life personally. It was all just between me, my, the Lord and myself. Not between my wife and I, not between anybody else, but it was, I was struggling with something in my life. Praise God. And I'll never, Brother Wiley of all people, praise God, preached a message in my home church because we were, we were evangelizing and, and uh, that time, and so where I wasn't evangelizing, I was going to the church. Praise God. And he preached a message that day under the anointing of God that touched me, that ministered to my life. Praise God. That's why we, we need ministries. We need a body of Christ. But we need to be spirit-filled. Praise the Lord. And, you know, somebody who's not spirit-filled, praise God, then it's your desire, your hunger to be filled. Praise God. God will fill you. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you, if you have, uh, you know, not been exercising your gift like, like you should or as much as you should, praise God, then <clears throat> just don't, don't be on a guilt trip. Amen. We're, 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 it's all of grace. It's a, it's a second blessing. Salvation is the main thing. So, you know, if you haven't been doing it much, praise God, just start doing it. <laughs> praise God. Amen. Enjoy the power and the presence and the, of God in your life. Praise God. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <coughs> fill me now, fill me now. Jesus, come and fill me now. Fill me with your hallowed presence. Come, oh come and fill me now. Fill, my blessing from yesterday isn't enough for, I need another feeling today. Fill me now, fill me now. Jesus, come and fill me now. Fill me with Thy hallowed presence, come, oh, come and fill me now. Fill me now, fill me now. Jesus, come and fill me now. Fill me with thy hallowed presence. Come, oh, come and fill me now. Let's stand and let that be our, our desire. Amen. Praise God. Fill me now. Fill me now. Jesus, come and fill me now. Fill me with thy hallowed presence. Come, oh, come and fill me now. One more time. Fill me now. Fill. Hallelujah. And fill me now, fill me with 
thy hallowed presence. Come, oh, come and fill me now. Oh, play it one more time so I can pray. I'm going to get filled. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, let the Lord touch you this morning. Fill me, Lord. Hallelujah, with your Holy Ghost. Lord, give me a fresh touch, Lord. Refreshing and renewing. Hallelujah, with your Holy Ghost this morning. I worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, in the spirit. Lord, praise God, give me the power to witness. Oh, God, give me the power to tell people about Jesus. Give me more boldness than I've ever had to present the gospel to, to every people, whether it's on the street or wherever it is. Praise God, give us some of the <coughs> breathe on us this morning breath of God just like you breathed on the disciples breathe on your people today the breath of God, the Holy Ghost hallelujah fill me now fill me now Jesus come and fill me now Fill me with thy hallowed presence. Come, oh, come and fill me now. Lord, in conclusion, Lord, I thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost, that we receive the power of the Holy Ghost so that we can be witnesses unto you. We thank you for that this morning. We're thankful, God, for all the people that are in our lives, that have come into our lives, that have blessed us, ministered us, that have, we've enjoyed encounters with God, we've enjoyed a refreshing and a renewal. And Lord, I just want to say thank you for the gift of the evangelist to the church. Thank you for that gift. Thank you, Lord, for those that you have called to full-time ministry to be evangelists, Lord, to minister the gospel. And I pray that, amen, that you'll provide for them, that you'll protect them, that you'll use them mighty, God. Amen. That there be a pouring out for Use us, Lord. Praise God. Amen. And we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for the, the worship this morning and, the, and the, what Stephen led us in this morning. We thank you for that. And we give you all the glory. I pray, God, that you'll minister to every need, to every life, spirit, soul, body, amen, emotionally, that you'll touch people and bless them and minister them even today, amen, right now, man, minister your Holy Spirit to everybody's life, and we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord.